Hi everyone, I'm taking the entire month of August off and enjoying the last bit of summer. Stay tuned because I will resume in September with new shows you don't want to miss. A big thank you to you for watching and listening to my podcast and to my sponsors, the Texas Boot Company and the Grossman Burn Foundation. This month, you'll get reruns of episodes that you may have missed and worth listening to again. Here's another look at episode number one, Who is Ray Serta Jr.? Enjoy the show and have a great summer. My name is Ray Serta Jr. Welcome to my first episode of my podcast called Rolling with Ray. You don't know how long I've been wanting to say that. In my podcast, I plan and hope to inspire, motivate, and inform my followers what it's like to be disabled and how I overcame my adversity due to my tragic accident. I will do in-depth interviews with individuals like myself who overcame adversity and are continuing to win. I will also reach out and interview medical field experts and professionals and see how they view the disabled through their eyes. I want to thank God for giving me the power, the courage, and strength to live life to its fullest every day. I have been very blessed. I want to thank my family, my friends, and individuals who have supported me throughout my life. I also want to thank my good friends who inspired me to set up this podcast, and you know who you are. The first thing I would like to talk to you about today is who is Ray Serta Jr. I have been paralyzed since May of 1981 due to a car accident in which I was a passenger. For those that are watching this video, the diagram on your monitor shows a picture of the cervical spine, which is the neck area. I am a complete C5, C6 quadriplegic. I am confined to a wheelchair. The letter C stands for the cervical spine and the number five stands for the fifth vertebrate in the neck. In between the vertebrae, you have a spinal cord. The spinal cord is what relays signals to and from the brain while the brain processes them and sends out new signals to the spinal cord. Thus, I, my, I severed my spinal cord at the C5, C6 vertebrae. This prevents me or the brain from sending and receiving these signals, which causes me to be paralyzed at the level where I severed my spinal cord. Again, I completely severed the spinal cord. If I had just broken my vertebrae and done no damage to the spinal cord, chances are I could be moving my legs and possibly walking. Back in 1981, doctors did fuse my broken vertebrae back together, but currently there is no cure for spinal cord injury. Although spinal cord researchers are getting closer and closer to finding a cure one day. In another episode, I will do an episode entirely on how to find a cure for spinal cord injury. I am paralyzed from the chest down. I have no feelings in my legs or feet. I have limited bicep 
and tricep movement. I can move both of my arms, but I cannot move my fingers or grasp my, with my hands. I do have strong wrist, which I use a man, manual rigid wheelchair, although I do have a power wheelchair that I use time to time. I can drive with hand controls. I actually drive an SUV van. The vehicle has a side ramp that enables me to enter and exit the vehicle. At the time of my accident, I was a junior in high school. I was junior class president. I was on the honor roll. I was all district in track and field. I was the varsity quarterback of the football team. And I was also involved in many school activities. After playing in a spring football game, it was an annual ritual for the team to celebrate at a nearby lake. It was supposed to be for team bonding and celebrate the end of the school year. Of course, my parents didn't want me to attend. I had a couple of my friends persuade my parents for me to attend. After much discussion that evening, my parents did let me attend, but they did not want me driving, in which I did not drive. The plan was to drive out to the campsite, stay the night, drive back the next morning. Well, you know, when you're 16 years old, you make some bold decisions in your life that are probably not the smartest. That night I made some decisions that weren't the smartest. As we arrived at that campsite, some of my own teammates were already grilling hot dogs and hamburgers, and yes, there was alcohol, among other things going on. After hanging out for an hour, one of my teammates and I decided to drive back into town because there was an all-girls swim party going on in a gated community in which we were not invited to. We parked the car on the side of the street, jumped over several fences, and entered through the back gate of the party. We swam for about an hour and decided to go back to the lake, which was about a 20-minute drive. Why, why, why? To this day, after 40 years, I can't really answer that question. We were both tired. We had been up all day. I was a passenger, and the driver fell asleep at the wheel. I went flying out of the vehicle, laying 60 feet in the middle of the road. The road was a two-lane road. It was dark and cool that evening. You could see the early morning fog rising. On the other side of the road, an 18-wheeler truck flashed his lights, slammed on his brakes so he would not run me over. I was care-flighted to a nearby hospital. I was unconscious, and I woke up sedated two or three days later in an ICU hospital. I had an IV hooked up to my arm. My nose was broken. I had lacerations on my face, my arms, my shoulders, both of my legs, my ankles and knees. My neck was stabilized with 35 pounds of weights with screws tied to my head. I laid in a bed called a roto rest bed. This bed which rotates side to side every 15 minutes to prevent blood clots and bed sores. You talk about a 16 year old kid waking up to this. 
I felt as if I were dreaming and the dream would never end. I'm sure you've had one of those dreams. One of the hardest things I put my parents through was an officer having to go to my house in the early mornings and notify my parents that I had been in an accident. They needed to get to the hospital as soon as possible. Of course, I was not there, but can you imagine how my parents must have felt? Today, I still, for, I still feel for the pain that I put my parents through. For several days, I was sedated and finally came around and managed pain. They were gonna to have to fuse my broken neck, thus I was gonna need surgery. I had my family, doctors, nurses, and a gentleman dressed in all black who was my priest read me my last rites. No one knew if I was gonna be able to make it through that surgery. The doctors did do surgery on me and after a week in the hospital, I was moved to a rehab center in Dallas, Texas. There I spent five long months rehabbing and adjusting to my new life. For those five months of rehab stay, I grew up very quickly. I saw and went through things that most teenagers never see in their lifetime. Like dealing with life, not knowing the outcome, dealing with relationships, financial burden on my family, and of course my faith. While I laid in that hospital bed not knowing my future, I told myself that if I ever made it out of this ordeal, I would one day write a book and help inspire others. Well, my friends, after 40 plus years, I'm doing that. Yes, I have been paralyzed over the past 41 years. Over the last 41 years, I have defied the odds of living. Many medical experts said I would not have the longevity in life. I have overcome adversity and I am continuing to win. I had a successful career in which I thoroughly enjoyed. Now I am focusing the next chapter of my life in helping others overcome their adversity. I have a bachelor's degree in general studies from the University of Texas in Arlington and an associate's degree from Northlake College in Arts and Sciences. I have served over 30 years in municipal government. Under my leadership, I served as the Director of Parks and Recreation for the City of Irving, Texas. During my tenure, I managed 379 part-time, full-time, and seasonal employees. I managed the special events, the municipal golf, athletics, parks, recreation, business operations, and aquatics division. I administered a $20 million annual operating budget. I was the city liaison to the Irving Advisory Council on Disabilities, the Tree Board, the Parks and Recreation Board, the Community Services Committee, and yes, the, the Youth Advisory Council. I oversaw the renovation of a $5 million Twin Wheels Municipal Golf Course. I started up the Parks and Recreation Master Plan. I am also responsible for coordinating the renovation of a $7 million natatorium project that included partnerships from the Irving Independent School District and the Dallas County Community College District. 
I am a certified green belt in Lean Six Sigma. I have been recognized by the Texas Recreation and Park Society for numerous awards towards recreation programming. I retired in 2018, and in 2019, I wrote a book called The Life I Didn't Expect, Facing Adversity and Winning. And this book chronicles my grueling journey from boyhood to manhood with the challenges of, of quadriplegic. From being confined to bed, a bed for months at a time to adjusting to my new reality and pursuing the ultimate success, I explore what it means to be disabled and offer a memoir of hope, determination, and perseverance. In my book, I will take you on an incredible journey that you won't forget. Because with a little determination, guidance, and prayer, you too can move your own mountains. Today, I do public speaking in the field of parks and recreation, motivational topics, and how my spiritual beliefs got me through my tragic accident. And of course, my book called The Life I Didn't Expect, Facing Adversity and Winning. Thank you for watching and listening to my podcast. I want to thank the Grossman Byrne Foundation and the Texas Boot Company for sponsoring this episode. Make sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and on my YouTube channel called Rolling With Ray. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Should you be looking for a good read, please pick up my book called The Life I Didn't Expect, Facing Adversity and Winning. Until I see you again, keep rolling with Ray. This episode of Rolling with Ray is sponsored by the Texas Boot Company, located in Bastroff, Texas, nationally renowned for hundreds of unique styles of exclusive boots, handmade by some of the best boot makers in Texas. Head to toe outfitters, whether you're all cowboy or just from the shins down, check them out and enjoy free shipping nationwide. Visit www.texasbootcompany.com for more information. This episode of Rolling with Ray is sponsored by the Grossman Byrne Foundation. The Grossman Byrne Foundation provides medical, financial, and emotional support to families who have suffered a burn injury, and they aid in the development of a self-sustainable communities worldwide through public education, strategic partnerships, and teamwork. For more information, go to www.grossmanburnfoundation.org or email inquiries to info at grossmanburnfoundation.org or you can call 866-411-4423 for more information.